Hello, welcome to the Legendary Frogcast. We are coming to you live from E3 2019. I can hardly hear you over all the noise. Can you hear me? I don't I don't think anybody's buying it, Joey. I don't I don't think that's the crowds at this E3 are just crazy. It's the busiest E3 in history. Yeah, it's everyone's, very... everyone's going nuts yeah, for, uh, for uh, whatever big game just got announced. Yeah, the big one, the really, really big one. And, uh, I don't, I don't think we're fooling anybody. Ubisoft brought in an actual tank to celebrate yeah. whatever new war game they're doing. Whoa! Yeah. That's yeah, we're. I don't think anybody believes that we're actually at E3. We're not. No. We're not, we're not well, considering E3's been over for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, <clears throat> oh, I was about to say, although with the way that it, like, the way that it happened, it was really weird because, like, I, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before, like, last weekend, uh, stuff was getting announced. I'm like, wait, what, what, what happened? Why is. What? Well, it, 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 <laughs> they were a lot of leaks this year. Yeah, it's true. There's lots and lots of leaks. They gotta, they gotta get some flex seal on that, and you know, it's uh, they gotta cut those leaks out. I, I've never understood leak culture. It just frustrates me because it like spoils the surprise. I'm glad that the things that I got most excited about weren't leaked because nobody cares enough about them to leak them. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, Darksiders got leaked. Yeah, that's true. They announced that early. Yep. But that was like before E3. That was like during the uh, Seda or uh, Sadia, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, the Stadia reveal, yeah. Yeah. yeah Google's, Google's attempt to be like, hey, let's create an entire service that virtually most of the country won't actually be able to use because our internet here in the United States is so awful bad. Yeah. I looked up like what they were estimating, what people were estimating to uh, stream like a sixty-hour four K four K game, and it was like something ridiculous. It was like three hundred gigabytes or something like that. It was something stupid. Yeah, I, I only have a um, I only have a terabyte of of uh, a bandwidth at my house, and they're saying and, like, you'll use that up in sixty hours. Yeah, exactly. Like. like... I um, but the thing is, is that like even it's bad enough because like, um, I bought <laughs> I bought Gears of War four on my because during the you know the flash sales going on I'm excited about Gears five and and um and then I saw that it is a 100 gigabyte game and I so yeah, I downloaded it. It probably has yeah. 4K textures in it already. And yeah, got probably not very well compressed. I'm not impressed because, like, okay, like, it looks like it, it looks like Gears of War, and for better or for worse, that's that's what I got. And like, the thing is, is that it's like, I don't know, man. I it just remember, remember remember that being like the sentiment when it came out. It's like it was nothing. Like people liked it. It was a good game, but like it was just kind of more of the same. Yeah. Um, and I think they took that to heart because I think Gears Five is going to be um, a little different. Like it's going to try for more complex things this time around. But um, yeah, okay, we're not at E three. Yeah. Sorry, to, sorry for the ruse. Um, remember that, remember <laughs> that one podcast when um that dude who's on a 
Game Explained now. Like, it was a friend of yours, Dustin. He was on. He actually went to E3. Ash Paulson? Yeah, Ash yeah. Paulson. Yeah, that was a good time. I'll say, I, I, I love Ash. You're friends with Ash Paulson? Yeah, I was... Well, I hadn't talked to him in a good long while. Probably need to. But yeah, I I met Ash through... Uh, oh, crap. There's this video, like... Oh, man. It was like a... It was during that heyday where like, there was a bunch of little video sites. Uh-huh. Ah, shoot. I can't remember the name of it. It'll come to me eventually. Yeah, we had a podcast about Final Fantasy thirteen one time. But, um, and, I, you know, and, I, and I had that giant Mega Man retrospective. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, let's uh, talk about the E3 conferences. We thought of them. Let's go in order. Um, e- EA didn't really have a conference. They just had like an all-day video event. Um, but the only thing really worth talking about, I think, is um, Star Wars Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think of that? It, it's, it looks good, but let's wait and see how long it takes yeah, to improve it up. I was going to say, I, I've had enough with these these bigger companies basically giving us uh, these really, really cool um, ideas and then when the game comes out, it not being anything like the idea that they gave us. And I'm just like, I, I hate I hate feeling like this because it's like, oh, you're just jaded and pessimistic. And I'm like, dude, I've got every reason to be jaded and pessimistic. Like, yeah, I sincerely, yeah, I I genuinely, sincerely wanted uh, wanted Anthem to be great. I, I loved the idea of Anthem. And then it came out and, and I'm like... Garbage. Oh, come on, guys! You're no, better than this. No, this is uh, this is respawn, right? Who's making this? Yeah, it's true. It is respawn. I just that I feel like EA has such a huge amount of oversight on everything that gets done, and that if it's not a a, a residual money making machine, EA yeah. isn't going to put too much investment into it. Yeah, it it doesn't have it. Was it the, the saying goes? If it doesn't make all the money, it's not worth it. Yeah. I I think this game looks super polished. It looks like, you know, good gameplay and good environments and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they said it's only single player. Um, There's no multiplayer component. Um, I don't know if this is one of the games where they said, like, no loot boxes. But um, I I can't see how they would implement that in unless they put in, like, cosmetic, um, you know, skins and all that. Well, they found a way last time. They they found a way to put microtransactions and loot boxes in single player games before. So mm-hmm. yeah, but they haven't announced anything like that though. So I, I think Shadows of War was like that was like the um straw that broke camel's back for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, for uh, real. I think I think even Assassin's Creed Odyssey had loot like you could buy loot boxes, get gear and that. Um you don't hear about that anymore, especially since, um, like, it may become illegal to have stuff like that in games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I'm just so, like, I'm fed up with all these monetization schemes. Like, recently what I've been doing, uh, because I've been collecting for my classic Xbox again, and I've been, um, and I've been just uh just playing these older games and like not not seeing a game that has a menu screen that's 
reminding me that there's DLC that can be bought and um, and being in a menu screen that's like, oh, and don't forget, you can pre-order the next game in the series. And and then like unlocks were just unlocks, you know, they didn't have like um, for just do I sound like an old man when I'm doing this? They're like, kind of, but I, I feel I, like I sound like an old man. Because uh, E3 used to generate a lot of hype for me. Now, it still does. It really does. But it, it doesn't elicit the same kind of pit-of-my-stomach feelings that I used to have. Um, thankfully, like Facebook memories, um, since I'm very loud and proud about how much of a nerd I am, a lot of my Facebook memories, especially around this time of year because it's E3, um, a lot of them are just me in all caps being excited about a thing. And, and that's, that, you know, that's, that's, that was the way it was. But like, as I, the more and more recent news and more and more recent, uh, memories are just me being, you know, Hey, that looks cool, but I'm really worried about it because it could just be another insane monetization scheme, or it's just another insane way to get me excited about a thing and go out and make the mistake of pre-ordering and then get, disappointed and i'm oh yeah don't don't pre-order games not anymore not yeah i'm working. done with it yeah like i know it's ea and everything but they haven't gave any indication that there's any any of that stuff in star wars so uh but, you know, i mean they could just be you know both. not not showing it yet but um again i it doesn't seem like there is but it looked I, pretty cool some people um said like it looked a little bit too much like uh, like there's too much um like uh, area traversal and, and not enough combat for like, a Star Wars game, so we'll see uh-huh. how all that evens out. Um, but uh, that was cool. That was the only thing happening on on Saturday. Um, then on Sunday we had the Xbox show. The uh, Xbox show overall was actually pretty good, I think. It oh, had... dude! Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was doing an oh, dude agree agreeing. I'm sorry. Continue. I mean, there were a couple of things that I mean they maybe dropped the ball on. The uh, I would say like the Battletoads reveal was kind of. It looks like it might be a good game, but uh, just the way they revealed it was kind of busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really like the Battletoads reveal. It's just too much going on since since the characters uh, transform. Um, it made it confusing about where your character was, like so I couldn't pay attention to anything. Um, then there was the that that new elite controller looked good, right up until they announced the price, and like holy schmuck. Oh yeah, those those things get pretty pricey. But realistically, um, when I worked at when I worked at GameStop, um, um, I we we had somebody return one, and we were able to, uh, um. And we were able to kind of mess around with it. <laughs> and so, um, so we we were going through, and um, and we were just messing with it and like testing it out on one of the, the demo the demo consoles we had there, and uh, and like we don't we we couldn't figure out why this got returned to us. We, we were thinking he said it it didn't work, but then we tested it and it did work and. I feel like it was just a guy trying to get his two hundred dollars back because he realized that he probably shouldn't have cut, spent two hundred dollars on a controller. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I understand putting down cash for a good 
like a good input method, but if I'm paying two hundred dollars for an input method, it's going to be a keyboard. What, was, yeah, it, or, was it was it was it two hundred or was it like one hundred and fifty? It's like one hundred and fifty. I'm yeah, yeah. well, the new it. one is two hundred. I, I thought I said one hundred fifty, but um, you know, if I'm paying sixty dollars for a controller, and the, and they said for double the price, you can get one that feels better, it lasts longer, you can kind of have all these controls. You know, if I was a huge like gamer, I might say, you know, that might be worth it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, buying it's, one. <laughs> it's a it's a hard sell. Yeah. Um they announced the PC Game Pass, <clears throat> which um Dustin will praise. No, oh no. yeah, but oh that the I mean for the first month I got it I got the first month for a buck. I can't complain about that. Mm-hmm. And I mean the games on it are actually it's a pretty good selection so far. Like, I mean there's the gear. There's like Gears of War, like the remastered version. There's like, yeah. I mean, there's like basically all of Xbox, like Microsoft's like first party titles. They're there. Yep. Uh, for the most part, I mean, there's still some games. They're still kind of working out some of the kinks. Like the new app that they got for it is actually pretty good and is a lot better than just trying to get stuff through the Microsoft store, which is still toilets. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still not perfect. And it's, well, I mean, it's still not great. It's still not, like, the way they've got how the games are laid out is still kind of kinky, but. They'll oh, figure it out, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's still, like, the it's in beta. I think out of all these like games as a, as as a service things that like Origin and all these places have, this is probably the best the best one. I've... Yeah, I can I can agree to that one easy. Yeah, um, it's yeah. And then uh, and then like my my soul actually left my body when I saw the uh, when I saw the the PSO announcement. I. Whoa, you guys! <laughs> I I played, so yeah. I played. So yeah, they announced the uh, Fantasy Star Online twos finally <laughs> after five years getting a Western release. No, seven, seven years, Dustin. Oh, excuse me, seven years. Seven. Because the it was supposed to come out in 2012, and they had the English website out for an, an eternity, and like they. Ooh, Sega would just be like, oh, we might, we might release it. We don't know. We're not sure if we're going to release it. We, we, we're, we're still working on it, I guess. And like, um, so I, I, I went out, I got the, um, like, you would not believe how difficult it is to set up to get the, okay. So like installing the game and patching the English, the English patcher. Yeah. That's not a problem. That's, that's not, that's easy. That's a cakewalk. Creating a Sega account from scratch is horrible. <laughs> and I yeah, and you have to do it in Japanese. It's yeah, exactly. And Google Translate doesn't help at all. It was it was the actual worst thing it ever did. But you know, I uh but what I ended up doing, what I ended up getting to do was um I was finally able to get playing. And, um, and after, um, 
after getting into it, I started playing the game and boy, oh boy, oh boy, was it worth it. I, I, I absolutely positively love Fantasy Star Online 2. It's like you go into space, you beat up a dead space god, you go back to base, then you're going to watch a Hatsune Miku concert, and then it's like, oh, well, you know, let's go and uh, let's go to hang out at the base, or you know what, let's hit the casino, let's play blackjack. We'll go to black, play blackjack, lose all of our money. It's like, well, I guess we'll go fight something. You go out, you beat up more things, and it is just the Man, it is just so much fun. It's such a good game, and I enjoy it. And it's kind of like a like like I don't know much about the series. Is this like kind of like a mission based sci fi ish Diablo type thing? Kind of, except it's not top down, and the combat is really fluid and nice. What <laughs> I watched, <laughs> I watched somebody do a review of it, and he was using because there's um. There's a bunch of different weapons and a bunch of different classes and a bunch of different stuff that you can do to basically make your character play the way you want them to. And this guy, he was like, he picks the heaviest class he could possibly pick and then immediately begins to complain about how slow and seemingly unresponsive his character is using a great sword, swinging it around. It's like, you, you did this to you. You picked that, you fool. Anyway, it so could yeah, be, I, I was I was just you. really amped about PSO two being being finally released, and um, the release is apparently it's a timed exclusive. Uh, Phil Spencer was able to confirm in a uh, interview with Giant Bomb uh, that the PSO two would be coming to PS four and uh, and Switch. So. That's that's a lot of joy there. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited about PSO2. Um, what else about the Xbox conference that was amazing? Um, what what? Oh, the how about the uh, the Project Scarlet specs, man? That's pretty crazy. I I am I am I, worried. Console <laughs> gamers can finally have the joy of an SSD, right? Or even like. So from the specifications that they gave so far, I am so impressed with what what we have that they're giving us. That is, um, I'm I'm going to say that it, it, for the first time in a really really long time, this may be one of the first times in history where, or well, you know, um, not history because it happened back in the early '90s and. Uh, and uh, for a while in the 16 and 8-bit era. Uh, but the console might might be on parity with uh, PCs for a bit. And that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like every once in a while they kind of intersect, but then PC, you know, goes crazy. Yeah, Some exactly. Technology. Yeah, the same was like three times more powerful as like the Xbox One X. Yeah. Something like that. And the Xbox One X is already really powerful. But yeah, which is already like super great. Like the Xbox One X is basically a high-end PC. Yeah, and I, you know what, I'm at that point where if um if a game comes out and I don't care if it's 4K, um, and I don't care if it's 1080p, but what I would like to make sure of is if more of these games will run in 60 frames a goddamn second. Like, <laughs> I am I am so tired of this whole like. Oh, we picked 30 frames a second because it looks more cinematic that way. And I'm like, I don't want a cinematic experience. I want 
a video game that runs really well. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> but yeah, um, you know, I think we're kind of dancing around it, but should we go ahead and just... Yeah, then there was the... And then there was the big thing with the Xbox, which was the reveal for uh, Cyberpunk. Uh-huh. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I can't tell by your tone. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> tell either. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like the Cyberpunk 2077 reveal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fant- It was fantastic. It was, it was great. What are you talking? About? <laughs> I can't I'm tell if you're like we're dancing around it. it like we're I'm. Well, like, I, I was going to mention it, but then uh, Randy skipped to the Xbox reveal. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, it looks really, really, really good, and Keanu Reeves is in it. And and she had another moment where we it is confirmed that Keanu Reeves is probably the most wholesome person on the God's Green Earth. Yeah. Like video you know, games, cyberpunk. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't show off any actual like gameplay during this thing. It was just all cinematic, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, all we have for gameplay is the extremely subject to change gameplay information that we got last year. Yeah, um, but I really, there's a part of me that has a lot of faith in in Cyberpunk right now, um, especially in regards to their willingness to commit to this project. I mean, we've known that cyberpunk has been uh, coming out for a long while now. It's been a long, long while. Um, I think they announced it even before The Witcher 3 was out. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it. Let me let me find out exactly when that was. It was... Yeah. Uh, um, they kind of changed the gender of the main characters, like, from their initial CG. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, yeah, like, the game's probably going to be great. Um, I'm always a bit iffy about, like, if I want to get into a big open-world game. Um, especially since the, the Witcher 3, which I enjoyed, but that game was so huge, there came a point where I just said, you know what, I'm just going to beat the story. I don't care about anything else. Um, and those games weren't, like, the best... Like, The Witcher wasn't the best, like, gameplay-wise. Um so I'm, I'm wondering how they'll handle like kind of like the shooting and, and stuff in, in cyberpunk. You know, it was just after Witcher Three: The Blood and Wine had had uh, had released, and that was so, 2015. Yeah, so a little later. Um, yeah. Cyberpunk. What else in the E3? I guess that was kind of the big thing. Oh wait! Oh, oh no, hold on a second. No. It looks like they announced it um, in 2012, actually. Yeah, exa- yeah exactly. Yeah. Let's see what else. Because I remember uh, the, the, the Spoonie one was all excited about it, and the Spoonie one hasn't been active in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, or in the World of the Wisp is coming out pretty soon. Well, uh, the new Ori game. I look yeah. forward to that. Looks cute. Uh, Halo Infinite they announced, but they didn't really talk much about exactly what type of game it is. Nope. Um, rumor has it, it it's like a Destiny-type loot game. So we'll see. Let's see here. Uh, oh, they showed off more Minecraft Dungeons, or 
as I like to call it, Voxel Diablo. Yeah, it's going to be a nice little family-friendly dungeon crawl game. Um, oh, yeah, there's Project X Cloud, which is like, yeah, okay, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, January 10th, 2013 is when the first teaser trailer for Cyberpunk 2077 was was revealed. I mean, they this... basically announced it once they got the, the deal settled. Yeah, once and the, the once the ink dried in their contract. Yep, and um, the teaser trailer with a bulletproof robot lady. Yep. All right. Oh wait, Fest, uh, uh, what? wait, wait, wait! We're not done. There's you don't have to talk about everything. What else is there? Double <laughs> fine. The fact that Microsoft purchased Double Fine, and then they showed off more of Psychonauts too. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm really worried about. Double Fine's fate now. They must have been really desperate because, like, I I've been seeing this trend where um, where games are uh, or game studios are getting bought up by these bigger companies, and then like the the next game that they're working on, like something happens and it it fails. Um. And then the company just, and then the, yeah, out. then the company, uh, the company, you know, gets dissolved. <laughs> well, Microsoft's well, usually not as bad about it, but yeah, like it seems like the initiative for the Microsoft buying companies um, isn't like when like EA bought a Visceral and then like dissolved it. Oh um, no, EA is infamous for doing yeah. that. So like, um, but yeah, uh, Double Fine has been. Not in trouble, I don't think, but they ha- they haven't been a super successful company. Um, like especially since they like, like took on a really big big game like Psychonauts, I think they, um, you know, they have to release li- like little games in between there to even to keep the lights on. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. it's probably needed like some like um some uh, in- influx of cash while they're working on these bit. On like psychonauts and uh, I mean, it's it's a good place for them. Um, so good luck to them. All right, let's and, move on to Bethesda. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put on your clown shoes. <laughs> yeah, like let's talk about uh, real quick the um, the big thing that the Bethesda the uh, sorry. Bethesda, uh, uh, Bethesda announcements that went through that, like, I, mm, okay, so, hey, there's a big old list of things that didn't need uh, battle royales, and I think at the top of that list is uh, is the uh, Fallout. Fallout. The Fallout seventy six, no less. Like, I, well, this, this is what like, it is. This is what it is. It's like Fallout seventy six. Obviously, didn't release to expectations. Um, they, they, <laughs> so they need to say, okay, what type of con- content can we add to this game that won't be super difficult? Let's add a battle royale. I think we have the technology for that. And I, yeah. I, I feel like um, 
like Lyle Rath of two, uh, uh, pregame discharge said it best is that I don't feel like, and I, I totally agree with them, but I don't feel like fallout plays well enough to be a good battle Royale game. <laughs> you know, so it's what I heard. They made the combat worse from the, um, like the other single player ones. Cause they had to deal with like multiplayer. Yep. And, the other thing is, is that um, the the whole business of um, of uh, like oh gosh, I'm just trying to think like it, what? Why would they think that? Uh, sorry, I'm just so befuddled with everything that they. <laughs> They're, they they want to do with everything. It's like you guys cut your losses. Just start development on a proper new Fallout. Um, you know you're you're trying to keep you're you're using fads to to keep alive a game that should be super original and super. Uh, it basically writes itself. It basically sells itself. Yeah, and they're maybe, saying like this is like oh. year two of Fallout seventy six. I'm like, you don't have some grand plan with this game. You've released something that was half-assed. Yeah. And and now you're just like trying to stick stuff in there so people, so just so uh, I don't know, just so you have a product out. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the game should have never been released, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But I at mean, least the way that it was. Yeah. But if they if they keep adding stuff that makes it a more um, like a, a like a better experience for its players, and I guess I'm all for it. But uh, you know, a battle royale doesn't really seem like <laughs> what the game needs. You know? Yeah, no, it's I totally agree with you. Um, and and again, it's it's just like they're they're following a, a fad. They're following fads right now, and I, it's like Bethesda, when you're doing the thing you want to do that that's a um that's an original thing. Your fans will follow. you. We've done for years. And at this point, we basically had a really bad connection. Um, Randy started ranting more about Fallout 76, and we started to continue on, but then I realized that it wasn't getting any better. So we took a little break, and we got back to the discussion. And we're back. Hopefully we have a better connection this time. Welcome back. To the hey, stage of history, we're talking about uh, Ghostwire, uh, about how this was the Evil Within people making a new uh, new IP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. It was uh, it was pretty good. It was just a cinematic trailer, wasn't it? it didn't show any gameplay, right? Yeah, for real. Yeah, uh, Dustin, what were you saying about the presenter? Oh, that was. Uh... Anumi, Akumi Nakamura, pardon my pronunciation. But yeah, she used to work over at Clover and Platinum, and she was like the conceptual designer for Bayonetta. So, but now she's working over at uh, Tango Gameworks. Yeah. Um, and like I saw some of her uh, designs for the monsters for the evil within, and they're all these like grotesque. Um, abominations with multiple mouths and all that stuff and she's like this 
cherry little Japanese lady. Um, and, and who the internet just fell in love with. So. Yeah, of course it did. And not even in the, not even, no, like in the, we want to protect her kind of way, not in the, you know, other way. We know that's that already is happening, though. I know, but I mean, most of the people, even most of the people are like, no, let's not do that. Well, look, when I saw Wooloo, the new sheep Pokemon, it didn't take long for stuff to pop up on Twitter. I know. <laughs> about Wooloo, but I haven't seen any with her. Uh, In fact, there was multiple ones like, protect, protect her from the lewds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, whatever about that game. Um, Oh, Actually, it looks like a pretty good game. Let's talk about C- Commander Keen. Uh, this, this is this is pissing on the grave. This is this is desecration. What? You haven't seen the video for the Commander Keen mobile game? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I've yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. Well, they said like we're bringing back Commander Keen in a like a animated Saturday morning style. I was like, oh, cool. That that seems like a fit for it. It's gonna be a mobile platform. It's gonna be a mobile game, something or another. That's not really a platformer. Yep. It's like, well, okay, never mind. <laughs> Interest withdrawn. I mean. To be fair, it might be a perfectly fine game, and you shouldn't poo-poo it or refuse to play it because it's Commander Keen. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like wow. you only put Commander Keen on there for some sort of brand recognition that only you know people who play DOS games would understand. Um, yeah. Like no, exactly. no one else knows who Commander Keen is. Um, and, and again, that's fine. Like, well, kids won't care. And obviously that's who it's designed for. So, so boo, but you have to be grown up about it, I guess, and realize it doesn't matter. Well, it, eh. I mean, I would have loved if it was like a, a like a action platformer, you know, like those old games. That would have been fun. I would have yeah, but... pref- preferred that to whatever mobile game they're doing. Like the original creator of Commander Keen has come out and said, "This is not a Keen game. What is this? What have you done to my child?" <laughs> Next, we're going to bring back. Uh, was it uh, Bucky O'Hare, or what was that, or uh, a Buck, or yeah. uh, no? It was, it was Bucky O'Hare. That was a. Uh, oh, Jazz Jackrabbit. Jazz Jackrabbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to they're going to bring. That back is like a card battle game before we know it. Are don't, those, Joey, don't! Are those now you've made it real! No, no, they'll just add Jazz Jackrabbit skins to Fortnite. That would be kind of cool. Okay, I first of all, why would you do this? Why? Look what you've done! You know, the thing is, that's probably what'll happen. Is they'll probably this is what'll happen, because you said it! I mean, it's it's a it's a gimme. You give me, give you, you gave, and moving now on, we have to pay on. for it. Moving on, moving on. Showed off uh, some Elder Scrolls online. They showed yeah. off some Rage Two stuff, which 
I don't think anyone's excited about because Rage 2 was kind of disappointing from what I hear. Because it blows! Yeah, it's not so great. Um, yeah, they have this like crazy attitude with all the trailers, but from what I see of the actual game, it doesn't actually have much of that in it. <laughs> um, Let's see. They showed off some Wolfenstein stuff. Yeah, Wolfenstein's yeah. always good. It's a co-op this time. So, might check that out. Um, Deathloop was a new was a new game. Um, seemed to be interesting. It's like a... Well, it, I mean, it was a shooter, but like mixed with Groundhog Day. We'll see how that works. It's from Arcane, so... It's at least going to be decent. Where have they done? Arcane? Uh, aren't those, isn't that the Dishonored people? Oh, maybe. I thought Dishonored was... Um... Oh, wait, that's... Still... Wait, I, I thought... Oh, that's Dis... the Ark Spectalis. Oh, that's Ar- the Ark Dishonored is, is a Square Enix, isn't it? Oh, I think so. No, 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 no it is Dishonored. I, I was right. Okay. And they also did Prey. Okay, people like the new. So yeah, I was I was right on the ball. So the only really great thing about Bethesda was um, Doom Eternal. Well, I, okay, I would like to mention like they were talking about that streaming tech they were showing off that had Doom sixteen on a phone at max settings. And I'm like, huh, okay, let's see how that works out. Well, it wasn't, it was being streamed to a phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not too crazy. Well, I mean, if it's, if it's low latency, if it's like. uh, Yeah, they're talking more about like the latency needed. um, Is going to be like lower than all these other people's stuff. Well, well, if that's the case, then that's actually pretty damn cool. Because that has been the main problem with all these streaming services is the god-awful latency. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to tell you the horror stories I've had with when I tried out Unlive back when it was a thing. Long story short, it, no. <laughs> it, no. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but let's get back to the, let's get back to the good stuff with Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. I think when people first heard about this, um, they were like, oh, cool, another Doom game. If it's just like the other Doom, it may be a little disappointing. But from what I've been hearing about like the um, gameplay sessions people had, that um, they're actually making a lot of noticeable improvements and uh, additions. So it, it's turning Doom to even more to a, um, like a mobile, not mobile as in like cell phones, but like mobile as you have to move around a lot you can mm-hmm. jump around uh, the areas a lot easier they added a dash it's a lot more about um uh combining abilities to get armor and life and power-ups and um and people walked away really impressed with uh just how good and new this new tube is looking yeah yeah and, and then, it's got um, that and it's got that Mick Gordon soundtrack, which is like, just... yeah, and like a lot of the demon designs are kind of harking back to the original Doom sprites. Um, 
<laughs> so it's kind of crazy. Uh, Dustin, you need to play Doom. Well, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I know. I know. I could probably run it now, but I mean, it'll, it'll probably take me a day and a half to download it. I have it on our hard drive. I'll bring it over. We'll get it figured out. All yep. right. Um, but, yeah, Bethesda's was a mixed bag with a few. Yeah. It had I a mean, few very good highlights, but then. Well, it's like people were, it's kind of went as, like as I was expected. Like, I knew they wouldn't announce, like, the, like they weren't going to show off like Elder Scrolls 6 or anything or the, their new game. Yeah. Um, people were saying, yeah, probably Doom's going to be the big highlight. They'll probably show some Wolfenstein and there might be a surprise. And, and like the new IPs they showed off, you know, were, were fine. They I mean, good. the. Best surprise, the best new surprise they had was probably Deathloop. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. Um, see what was next? Uh, the uh, PC gaming show was actually you want to talk about that because I didn't watch it. I watched a little bit of it, but we can discuss the games themselves and see what we well, think. Let's talk about uh, Darksiders, um, Genesis because that was kind of the one I think we're all kind of interested in. Um, did they actually show it off during that show? I don't know. Uh, I was I was gonna kind of I was gonna get to that, but let me. I was kind of going in order here, just because. Okay. Let's see here. What was that? The they they showed off more of uh, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines too, which is mm-hmm. that's my that's my jam right there. I tell you what. And that jam is human blood. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, let's see, they showed off uh, Starmancer, which they basically said is. Dwarf Fortress in Space. Which makes sense. Which, if you don't know what Dwarf Fortress is, it's... It's like like a management sims about like a dwarf dwarf city, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like super detailed. Yeah, it has no graphics and all that stuff. Well, no, 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 they're actually graphics now. Okay. It's they've I mean, that game has been developed continuously for probably a good long time. So yeah, they've added graphics by this point. Um, Evil Genius Two is a thing. Not familiar <laughs> with that uh, series. I saw the trailer. It's uh from Rebellion. So yeah, I thought Evil Genius was pretty good. And here we go with the first timed exclusive to Epic. Chivalry 2. Which, I mean, if that's your thing, well, I'm sorry it's coming out on Epic first. Unfortunately, that particular tune is one we'll be hearing a lot during this didn't, particular conference. Did, yeah, I didn't. Is, was this uh, brought to you by Epic? Yeah, Epic Store was, was one of yeah. the major sponsors of this, so get used to hearing that. Let's see here. There was Mosaic, which... That's one of the reasons why, um, just as an example, the uh, Shenmue, uh, Shenmue 3 is getting... Uh, roasted. Uh, well, it's getting roasted, but it's going to be on the Epic Store. And I yeah. just... Yeah. I'm, but, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm over it. people just being really upset about stupid things like that. Well, the thing is, the... Being ex being upset about the exclusive 
being being upset about the whole Epic Store exclusivity is should you sh people should be upset about it because it's the kind of crap that consoles have been going through and that we that PC gamers have been fighting against for quite some time. And yeah, but it's we don't it's it's not the same though, because like, I know it's not the same, but it's but it's, it's not something we want to encourage. I get I get that, and it makes a lot of sense because I'd be pretty upset too. Also, it, have you actually tried to use the Epic Game Launcher? Yeah, I use the Epic uh, the Epic tools all the time because I like to mess with around with Unreal. It's not that bad. It's well, just that it's 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 not like having a completely separate console. It's it's just having an extra launcher on your thing. EA has an extra launcher. Ubisoft has an extra launcher. Uh, it, it's, yes, this is but, just... if but if we're comparing EA's and Ubisoft's to Epic, even EA has a better launcher than Epic. But they all didn't start out that good. Steam didn't start out that good. Yeah, they, it's they, it's still they, got some growing room. They have a roadmap. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't develop this stuff overnight. This, this yeah. Stuff. I I'm just, I just, and I just don't like the their business practices of how they're pulling this off. It just doesn't feel right. Well, the consoles did the same stuff. They used to buy um, exclusives. Well, I mean, on their console. Yeah, but again, should we be encouraging this behavior? If you're Epic and you want to get their money, sure. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. As customers, should we be encouraging this? You're still spending this the money. Um, okay. I mean, I, like... I just I just don't think. Okay, well, can we just not? If we're <laughs> not, I think I think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you with, with some stuff, but ultimately, it's just another thing you're launching. Um, uh, let's get back to the. I mean, it's it's not like it's not like if if Steam and Epic are installed on your computer at the same time. That like when you try to use either one of them, it's like, oh, wait a minute, you have the other thing on there. That means your entire your entire library is deleted and you can't do anything because they're two totally different things. It's like, no, that's not. Was there not a rumor like that. that like Windows 10 was gonna like ban Steam a couple years ago? That was Windows 8, and they they backed off that real fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but can anyway. we just can we please get back to the games? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I was mosaic. I don't really know much about it. It's like a narrative game about modern society. I don't know. Looked interesting. Midnight Ghost Hunt looks like it might be fun. It's a go it's basically a Ghostbusters game in all but name. You know, four by four. It's you know, four by four hide and seek style. You just isn't it random that they're doing a remaster of that Ghostbusters game? Well, I think Sony paid for that because mm -hmm. they're trying to you know get the band. They're trying to keep the brand nice and fresh. Um, let's see here. Uh, anything interesting? Uh. Oh, hey, a game that's actually coming to Steam. Last Oasis. Sort of a post-apocalyptic kind of game. Looks... 
There's a new Age of Wonders. Um, I started this one game that was um, it's like a, it was like an overhead view um, about this guy that keeps reliving the same 15 minutes. Oh yeah, um, that was a. Uh, I think that was Square Enix. Oh, oh, is that Square? Yeah. Okay. Uh, here, uh, they showed off. Uh, yeah, they showed off more Borderlands Three stuff. Just like just another trailer. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it showed off a lot of um, new character, the uh, Gunner class, Journey yeah. Three. And they showed off Ray Shimu Three. Coming out on the Epic Store exclusively because I'm sure because <laughs> that's what backers paid for. Oh wait, it is bad when like a Kickstarter game switches like that. I agree. And they've said we're not giving out refunds for because of that. Yeah. And so yeah, nah, that's that's some uh, that's some BS. It's still coming to the PC. It's still coming. Yeah. It's still Five coming. Minutes. Download the launcher. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, but that's not the point. They did this without consulting their backers and their the backers don't have any say about their business know. practices though. Uh, it's not what they it's not what they paid for. And I, that's I, it. I don't it, maybe it's just my extremely passive nature and just like this works and I don't mind, but like it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. If I have to go to a completely different launcher to play a game that I want to play, it's, it is no, it's no different than me going to my blizzard launcher to play the games that I want to play. You know, it's no different to me. And I don't understand why it's such a huge thing because it is, it's a it's a it's a brilliant monetary thing because Epic pays out more to developers in the end game. And more moving, than moving on, like this isn't a this wow. isn't a Epic Game Launcher podcast. Um, if it were, it'd be. Was original. there anything? Oh, was there anything else about uh, the PC game show? Oh, uh, they showed off. It was probably going to be the last expansion for Terraria. Which There's yeah, some, they're they're still putting they're out. Still stuff making in, stuff for that. Yeah. Wow. I thought they were done with that a while ago. Yeah, me too. So so did everyone else. (laughs) But nope, they're putting out one one last big update. They're calling it Terraria Journey's End. Where it like links up to uh, to, uh, what was that game? Um, Star something? Like the space Terraria? Oh, that's a different that's a different developer. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, Baldur's Gate three. Should we? I, I personally don't know much about the series since I never played it, but yeah, it might, it might be something I'm interested in. Yes, yes, it would be. Um, I don't know if they showed it off at the thing, but uh, what do you guys think of the new um, Darksiders? It looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks like it might be pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm uh, I'm I I'm I'm a total shill for Darksiders. Um although I'm I'm a fake fan right now cuz I haven't played Darksiders 3 yet. I know, I'm fired. Don't, but, don't, feel, <laughs> don't feel too bad, neither have I. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play and I haven't even finished bit. 2 yet because I've been having some technical issues with the game. Yeah. 
yeah, like it's it just looks like a fun action action game. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not Darksiders Four. They admitted like this is a small team, so we made something smaller in scale. Um, that's one of the reasons why it's like top down. Um, yeah, it looks fun. You get to play a Strife. He, he controls like a, a like a dual stick shoot. A dual stick shooter, um, where you play as War. He plays a little bit more like a, a traditional Dark Siders game. So, um, and, and it's co op. So, All right. looks cool. Moving on. Um, Ubisoft, I think, is next. Ubisoft. Oh, let me, I let me summarize it for you. Assassin's Creed, blah 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 blah. Watch Dogs, blah 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 blah. Rainbow yeah. Siege, blah 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 blah. Next. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> a lot of games I wasn't interested in. Like, I don't really care about Watch Dogs much. Um, they didn't show off Beyond Good and Evil 2, which I thought this was going to be the year where they just show off gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that game's going to be a next-gen thing now. Yeah. Um, Especially with the scale that they want. One interesting thing is, is that uh, they're going to be putting Finn and Jake from Adventure Time into Brawlhalla. Oh, yeah. Which is... I mean, Hellboy's already in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What the heck? Hey, why not? Let's see here. Um, No, but seriously... I don't, I don't have a page open for Ubisoft, so... I don't let's know see. They it. talked about Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs 3... Well, did they talk about it. Assassin's Creed? I don't remember that. Oh, they kind of... Uh, they kind of walked around it, but nothing... I mean, I, I think it... Assassin's Creed like leaked. It's like Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, but uh, but they didn't really show anything off it. The... Yeah, they didn't show. They just had like the the music stuff. Yeah, then there was uh, they showed off uh, Watch Dogs Three takes place in London. Play as every single focus. play as everybody. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, basically, if your character dies, you have to choose another character. Another yeah, grandma. Yeah. Uh, well, don't get your grandma killed then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're also talking about, oh, hey, now they're starting to release TV series. Oh, yeah. That looked bad. <laughs> no, that looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looked. Um... Um, okay. It, it actually didn't look bad. Um, I just don't know what it might be funny. Who knows? But um, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, um, they showed off another ghost. They showed off Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Nah, I don't care. Eh. Brought out, uh, they brought out the Punisher with a dog for some reason. That was a cute dog, though. Why was he? Why Why dog, though? Why was dog there? Why not dog? True. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most, like... Uh, the most factual, logical response <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Why, Why dog? not dog, though? So I guess <laughs> I guess I just realized I didn't like the Ubisoft conference because I wasn't interested in anything they showed. Yeah, no. me neither. Uh, oh, they, um, they tried. People, oh, yeah, they got people a- like. People like Watch Dogs too, though. So, um, you know, if if, if you like that series, yeah. Watch Dogs Three will probably be pretty good. Oh yeah, Ubisoft's throwing their hat in it with the uh, subscription service with Uplay Plus. 
and they're like, oh, hey, and it's 15 bucks a month, which is like, okay. That doesn't seem worth it. Nope. Unless you really like Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, and Roller Champions, which is Rocket League on Burler Blades. Oh, yeah, um, I, I heard some people talk about that on Twitter. It says it's pretty fun. Like, the uh, beta they, they put out was pretty fun. I just like that trailer because it was so inspirational. Kind of made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move yeah. on to Square? I want to talk about Square. Let's talk yeah. about Square. Talk about... Uh... Um, all the stuff they showed for Final Fantasy VII, holy balls. That was impressive. Like, looks, very looks impressive like to me. Looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. So People did say it looked a little bit busy, but eh, I think it's... I, I kind of like that. You know, like all, almost all my worries about this game, whatever I had, because they haven't shown off much gameplay, I was just thinking... Just don't have it, like, Final Fantasy XV was fine. It wasn't great. Don't make it like Final Fantasy XV. And luckily, they're not doing that. Mm -hmm. um, like, you have individual controls over characters. It's real-time combat with optional, uh, um, like, pausing for abilities and stuff. Um, but it, it's, I don't think it said... It's not like it's like it's not like random encounters and stuff. All all the encounters are like scripted, more or less. Like like they control about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and I was listening to uh, Maximilian talk about the gameplay, and um, mm -hmm. they're saying how like there there will come points where you have to switch characters because one character might like get pinned down, so you have to switch to Barrett to like free cloud up, or Barrett's the only one that can hit like weak points. On a on an enemy or like hit a, a turret like on the ceiling, um, you know you can distract the enemies with characters, and, it, and that was only with two characters. And imagine what they'll do with like three. Um, they showed off like like Aerith in gameplay a little, or Aerith. Um, obviously, she's going to be more of a support type character, but showed off like showed off Tifa doing her. Uh, Doing her kung fu punches and kicks. And people are like, finally they're showing her off. No, I and think they, she looks great. And then I, people, um, were, people were complaining about her. Oh my god, they gave her a boob job. They gave her a boob reduction. I'm like, no, <laughs> that was just the... No, that's no, that's on model. They're on model. It's just the... Y'all were basing it off that little brief moment y'all had of that... Uh, of the uh, CG model that they had that they used in like the pre-rendered stuff yeah which was which had like stupid huge boobs yeah yeah it, uh, additionally um the the thing is is that like and i don't know i noticed that it's almost all guys complaining about it and um i <laughs> i it's kind of funny to say um my my ex-wife was uh particularly gifted but um, but what really, really big boobs look like when in a sports bra, they don't look as big as they would normally be. And so the fact that, like, they're like, oh, they gave her a breast production. Like, no, she's clearly wearing a sports bra, you idiots. Yeah, she's, she's like, wearing layers. Yeah, and she's wearing layers. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's she's still buxom. It's just that's what's going to happen when she's wearing a sports bra, dude. 
and now they can realistically render that so yeah and so it's just like have people being people be it's just people being upset for being upset sake it's just silly yeah, yeah. and like how, like how they gave her like a like a proper skirt instead of like the the tight leather thing so it and makes sense seen, with, and did y'all notice she was wearing all rings um and and like she has a um so like she can do kicks real kicks realistically and all that and um mm-hmm. All right, what were, you, what were you saying, Dustin, about a ring? That's like this big old ring she's wearing. Did anyone else notice that? In Advent Children? No, in the game. Well, it's oh. character design. I mean, put stuff on the characters, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's like a brass knuckle thing, you know? I don't know. It just looked, it just looked weird to me. I don't know. I, I didn't really notice it. You mean the lady can't wear jewelry? Uh, I don't know. It just... Looked weird. I anyway, this I game, think... um, I'm definitely really anticipating now. It's coming out with March next year. Yep. Um, they and like it's still episodic, so they haven't said exactly what the range of the story is going to be. But people are thinking it's just mas- it's like mainly like the Midgar stuff. Yeah. But they, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded things a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, they will have to. All right, let's see here. What's I soap like 50 hours of gray industrial buildings doesn't get boring. Yeah. And then you finally get outside and it's like, to be continued in episode two. A new hardware so we can actually render it. Yeah. Um, Showing off um, Dragon Quest Builders 2, which I heard the first one's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Let's see, they... They're remaking Final Fantasy. Was it a remastered version of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got that news a while ago though. But it's um, with online play, which is nice. Yeah, but the other thing that was really interesting is Final Fantasy related. Is that we're finally getting a rem a re release of uh of eight, which is great. I always thought the story behind why they couldn't really do it is so funny to me. Like, from what I heard, apparently it was that they lost the source code. Which happens a lot back then, I heard. Yeah, it it did, it did. And so, uh, but near as I'm aware, because this is what it looks like to me, it feels like they, um, they, uh, basically reverse engineered the PC version of the game. And then they then they decided to get it released. <laughs> yeah, and, and they actually like redid, like actually like remade a lot of like the uh, textures from the characters. Yeah, yeah, um, and they look great. Nice. They look fantastic. Yeah. yeah, they still look you know low polygon and all that, but they actually added like better textures for the faces and all that. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, like I, I've been just reading about how Square just lost a lot of that stuff back then. Like they had to. For like the Android and PC ports of um, Final Fantasy VII, they had to take the old DOS version, which was a uh, almost incomplete version of the game, um, and like backwards engineer it to make you know the Android ports and the iPhone ports, mm-hmm. and uh, like same thing for uh, Kingdom Hearts when they did the um, 1.8 collection. They basically had to redo all the graphics because they lost it all. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Um, 
Yeah, when you hear stuff like that, like when I played Kingdom Hearts uh, on PS4, um, I was like, oh, this is how I remember it. But, you know, HD and like all the animations and the mouth movements are the same. And like when they say they lost all that, like I'm thinking, well, how how do they recreate it? They must add something because this is exactly how it was back then, except better looking. <laughs> so I don't really no. know how... I, I don't really know how all that stuff works. No, I mean they like Square has recently come out and saying that they're actively going to be doing better about preserving their history from now on and trying to find what they can from their own past. They, they've said why, that. That's probably why why they uh, probably took a lot of time to get eight working. <clears throat> yeah. Um. um another thing that came out that they remastered was uh, the last permanent. Which that game looks that game was pretty good. Kind of, it's kind of harder to. Is that kind of like one of the first like action RPGs where they started to like transition away from turn based and like start doing action uh, stuff? I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's it's one of those games you kind of have to see for yourself. Yeah, and it's out on Switch, like apparently, <laughs> which. I kind of wish they would release that on PC because they delisted the PC version. I bet they will eventually. Um, Um, Let's see here. They showed off Life is Strange 2 for the next episode of that. Oh, no. That was just a recap of what they already already released. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. They showed off Dragon Quest XI for the Switch. Probably Uh, the definitive version to get for that. Did you play off? Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, Randy? Nope. No, I haven't. Does it interest you at all? Or I don't know. Nope. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I'll I'll pick that up when it comes to Switch because I haven't played a old school RPG in a here. Um, long time. Um, people can fly. They announced their new game, but they didn't really show off much about it. Um, that's just interesting because like that was a uh, bullet storm. Like the like the Bulletstorm team and yeah, the company didn't really go. Well, they made a, a Gears of War game that no one really liked, so it's exciting that they're doing their own thing. But it seems to be a squad based game. Um, yeah, he's one of. Let's just talk about Avengers. Talk about Avengers. Yeah, yeah let's 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 skip to the good stuff. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. um, they showed a lot of like from what what Max was saying um about it. He he was because he was confused that there was no no in the uh, trailer. Um, there was bits that looked like it could have been gameplay, but there was nothing that really explicitly showed gameplay in the 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 trailers there. But you could play the game at the event, and there they said they should have shown some of this because it's actually quite fun. Yeah, from what I understand, the game the game is a up to four-person co-op, um, which confused me because nothing they showed during that reveal trailer suggested co-op for me. But apparently that was from almost a tutorial part of the game where like you just play as all the characters briefly. Um, it's like, you know, get the hang of them and, and, like, and like set up the story. But apparently the game itself is like a co-op game. Yeah. Which I don't know if I'm gonna like, but we'll see. 
Yeah. Looks. I mean, it looks interesting, but uh, I'm like, I well, it, it doesn't look interesting to be honest so far because they like, like in my opinion, um, it's just I, I want to see more of it to get a better idea of what it is. Um, yeah. Now, like, I know a lot of people have been complaining about the art style, but like, this game looks a little bit too video game, un- like, realistic for my taste. Like, I was kind of hoping for a more like comic booky superhero look. Instead, yeah. we got the stunt doubles. <laughs> yeah, get the stunt doubles. But at least you're getting good looking stuff with Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Oh yeah, that stuff looks more like uh, you're expecting. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see about that. Uh, you know, since this was, this was like the Tomb Raider people, I was, I was really looking forward to it, and I was kind of disappointed about um, what they what they showed off so far. Um, just in the fact that, like, I don't really know what it is yet, but um, I trust they'll make something fun. But definitely, Final Fantasy VII remake, star of the show, of of their mm-hmm. uh, of their conference. Yeah. Okay. So let's I guess we're saying the best the last. Nintendo. 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 Well let's they went out they came out of the gate swinging by showing off the Dragon Quest hero for Smash. And not just one Dragon Quest hero, like three or four of them. Like they had like the defaults like the Dragon Quest eleven hero. And one of the, a couple of the variants are like, one of them's from the Dragon Quest Hero from 8. Another one looks like the one from like 2 and 3. I, I, unfortunately, that's about my extent of Dragon Quest information, so. And then they talk more about Dragon Quest. And. Hello? Yeah, we're, we're letting you talk. Oh, and... I mean, Dragon Quest Eleven looks like it might be good. And then they, you know, they added in the, uh, that retro mode, which looks interesting. Yeah, that must have been a lot of work, adding... Like, you can play the whole game in, like, a 16-bit um, animation mode. <laughs> that must yeah, I, that, that must seems be... like some fun shenanigans to me, at least. Mm-hmm. Um... You were talking the other day, Dustin, about Trials of Mana. Oh, yes. See, folks, this this is, this is like, you know how people have been complaining about how no, like Mother 3 has never been released in the U.S.? No, nah, this predates Mother 3 by quite some time. This is uh, Seiken Densetsu 3, or the sequel to uh, Secret of Mana. And is the one of the was like the last mana game that has never been released in the U.S. And it by pretty much, and a lot of people consider it the best one. I don't know, Legend might be depending on who you ask, but honestly, this is the game people have been wanting to see in the West. Mm-hmm. It's here, at least. Uh, it's here. They released it. It's out. You can go get it on the Switch right now. I can't. What? 
Yeah, yeah, they had uh, they had some same day releases. Yeah, sure. at the the collection of mana, you can get like a whole bunch of the secret of mana. It's like secret of mana, uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, uh, and uh, Trials of Mana. Yes, sir. This isn't a uh, Nintendo, but I kind of uh, got to mention it. What was uh, Tales of Arise? Oh um, yeah, new Tales game. New Tales game. Um, that kind of piqued my interest. I don't know what what it was about it, but uh, like I, I haven't played really any of the Tales games um, much, but uh, but that game looked kind of neat. Right. Yeah. Uh, getting back to uh, Nintendo, they showed off some more of uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Which, I mean, it's Lucid, it's Luigi's Mansion. If that's gonna be your thing, it's gonna be your thing. Yeah, it seems, about, to, it seems to mix um, Luigi's Mansion one and two together a little bit, kind of like in like like the style of it. Yeah, uh, they showed off more of the Link's Awakening remake, which is absolutely adorable. Yeah, I think it looks great. And they, well, you can make your own dungeon. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you, like, collect, like, dungeon rooms, from what I heard. You kind of make your own dungeon out of that. Um, I'm not a little, I'm a little disappointed, but I guess it was to be expected. But this is a $60 game. And, like, I kind of thought it maybe would have been, like, a $40 one. Um, Which one? Uh, Awakening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you think, like, Game Boy Remake, I was expecting it to be, like, you know, a little bit budget priced. Yeah. But uh, not really complaining, but uh, that means I might just rent it and not buy it. So you're looking through a thing. Uh, they showed more uh, a Master Chain, which, um, you know, a platinum action game. Like, sign me up. Oh, dude, yeah, for real. Like, me, uh, I was looking at that. And I, I was all, all, I'm all on board, man. I you get my, you get is is basically JoJo's bizarre. Let's be cops, <laughs> like oh, yeah. also Pokemon, like woo, it's pretty good. I uh, I know they announced a three yet, but apparently that game just needs a little bit more time in the oven yeah. before they before they show it off. All right, um, let's go with. <laughs> I kind of like how Dustin just became the host all of a sudden in this, in this podcast. Well, we're kind of. Well, we've got a lot to go through on this one, so we kind of have to plod through. <laughs> what do you guys think of that new Contra? Oh, man. It looks like hot garbage, and I want it. I love it so much. It, man, that, it looks so great. It, I. <laughs> like. Um... Its visuals are rough, but man, it's everything I look for in a Contra game. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's almost charming how bad those visuals are. Like, ooh. Also, you could play as a gun-toting panda. Tell me that isn't the coolest shit you've ever heard. A pair of the pandas like a cyborg, I think. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't need a story behind playing as gun-toting panda. I just want to play as gun-toting panda. I think that's going to be a game I have to see in action a bit more before I. 
Oh man, I oof. and then the but, uh, oh, yeah. the Contra collection being dropped the same day. That's incredible too. Yeah, Joey. Joey hasn't played much Contra, but he used to play the heck out of the original Contra. Dude, I played I played so much Contra when I was a kid, like so much Contra. It 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 still is one of my favorite games to play. I'm really sad that Shattered Soldier and Neo Contra aren't on it, but that's okay. I don't really mind that much. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, do I love me some Contra. Yeah, good, good stuff. Oh yeah, we're getting a remake of Panzer Dragoon because that's yes! awesome. Yeah, that's another thing. Can that's we a, just can we just say that? Maybe this will lead to a uh, remake of Panzer Dragoon Saga so that people can actually play it because that game is ridiculously expensive. Or like Panzer Dragoon Orda? Yes. It's... Like, oh my god. Can they, we just yeah, make this they... happen? I'm glad that, I'm glad that they're uh, making another making the, the new Panzer Dragoon things happen again. Um, and Because like a lot of these these older and rarer games that are just harder to get your hands on and uh, are just more ridiculous to to get, um, you know, they it's it's just like a um, it, they just need to release these on on digital storefronts. You know, I I I heard and saw recently that Square Enix is going to try to make active attempts to put all of their backlog, all of their libraries um, in a digital format so that they're accessible. And like, for me, that means we're getting the bouncer. No, the bouncer could. Ooh. Oh, I love the bouncer. Okay. I love the bouncer. I really do. Uh, but what I'm more excited about than the bouncer or a hundred bouncers is robot alchemic drive robot alchemic drive it is so good oh my god it it needs to be remastered it needs to be remade for the love that's of a funny, that's a funny way of saying live alive but okay. for the love of god it needs to come out but okay um let's see here oh yeah cadence of Hyrule. they announced the release date for which is adorable and which was Thursday. like the next the next like, day, a like, couple of days, like two days later, and it's as we speak, it's already out, and it looks amazing, and it sounds amazing, and really, yeah, you're saying, seriously, if you like Zelda games, and you should probably play this game, it's a little hard though, so bring your big boy pants. I am the big boy pants. Let's see here. They've got a Empire of Sin, which looks interesting, like a mafia kind of game. Yeah. What was that? Uh, Gods and Monsters. Uh, what was what um company was that again? That was Square. That was uh, that, that was Ubisoft. It's from Ubisoft. the same developers as uh. Oh yeah, they made like. Yeah, they made like Assassin's Origin, and that and that like director went on to make Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Um, they didn't show much of it, but um, like the art style, like the setting was pretty cool. Kind of like um, in ancient Greece, you know, like the agents of the of the yeah. Greek pantheon, <clears throat> like fighting Medusas and Cyclopses and all that. 
All right. Um, a bit of sad news is that they delayed Animal Crossing, but uh, I would I, rather. I... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you go ahead. You were. I, I would rather that Nintendo does what Nintendo does best, which is make great games that are fun. And I know that Nintendo. They did the the thing that puts the consumers first, and their investors lost their damn minds. Like the the stock for it just dropped, like because of it. But it's like, dude, at the end of the day, Animal Crossing is gonna be one of the best selling games of 2020. And that's well, okay. It's got some hard hard competition with Final Fantasy VII remake. Because but it's, gonna, but it's probably gonna be a close battle. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be up there. It's gonna be one of the best selling games of that year. You know, it's it's gonna be a game that makes an insane amount of money, regardless of what their investors are thinking. You know, they're they're just they're just a bunch of people who are like you were saying earlier. They just want all of the money right away, and it's like no, sometimes good things need to wait. That's yeah. that's really what it is. It just needs to just needs to heck and wait. All right. Um, let's see. What else was up? Oh yeah. Uh, Spyro the Spyro what reignited trilogies coming to a Switch, which that should have been there already, but it might yeah. still coming. That's because the Spyro games are amazing, and from what I hear, the reignited trilogy is just as amazing. You know, to be honest, like all these ports to Switch, I get less excited about because I always hear that they just don't run that good. On Switch, like it's always the worst experience. Some of them, yeah, yeah. We'll see how so, it goes. But... Yeah, so like, oh, cool. It's like Spyro's on Switch. Yeah, but it's gonna play better on PlayStation. Yeah, but you can take it with you on Switch. That's personally not a issue for me. So, All right. and... let's talk about banjo. Let's talk about banjo. Let's talk about banjo. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, uh, Can we talk about how everyone freaked, the, just straight up freaked out when that? You was know going what? Out? I think Smash Brothers players freaking out on YouTube. I don't believe that anymore. I know they're over exaggerating. Yeah, it doesn't seem legit to me anymore. Yeah, well, you know another thing that the um, the. Uh, uh, what is it? So a big thing for me is that I, I feel like a lot of the hype is, um, is it, it's very, uh, what is it? It's disingenuous, I think. Uh, but the thing is, is that to me, um, the, what am I trying to say? Well, like, you see some people, and like this isn't about the actual announcement because the announcement is awesome. But like you see some people, where it's like it's like they're uh, streaming their reaction. Like, they're like, "Oh my god, it's Banjo! I can't believe it! Oh my god!" But then you see these other people that are like, and I won't even impersonate them, but they're like just freaking out. They're jumping all over the place. They're knocking over chairs. And I'm like, "Come on, dudes!" Um, the most genuine reaction I've seen was the Joe. The Joe look at Jarrett. Uh. Gerard's reaction from the completionist. Yeah. He was almost, that was a man who was happy to see Oh, yeah. That. And, like, you know, that's, you know, one of the good ones. But they're putting Banjo and Smash Brothers. Yes. 
and that's pretty rad. Like, um, to me, I um, like I I liked banjo. I wasn't like totally, um, uh, like I wasn't totally crazy about it. But it's really cool that he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I feel the same way I feel about um about uh trying to think dragon quest character and joker being put in um that like all the any character that i could want in smash brothers is already in smash brothers that i've already got i've already got everything i want and this is this is the this is the dessert this is the yeah well like, this is why i mean this is why it's so exciting for people and, and like I, I love banjo when i was well, i can't say a kid really but like i you know i, I love banjo um and all that, but since the fact that Rareware, you know, left Nintendo, went to Microsoft, mm-hmm. and um, there's been very little crossover besides some, like, you know, um, a couple of, like, Banjo Pilot and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. it's just the fact that he's been gone for, for so long, it just doesn't seem like we're never going to get another, you know, real Banjo game again. And this isn't a real Banjo game. Of course, but, yeah. It's, but, it's but, a start, though, you know. Yeah, but like he comes back, and he looks awesome. He looks just like an updated version of his old character models, and they got the music, and he's like banjo on a Nintendo platform again properly, and it's like that's what like, like that's why it's special for me because it's yeah. like part of gaming history that's been lost for what like fifteen years is like when that all happened um, is like finally coming back to Nintendo. And like I hope this pays the way for like another Banjo Kazooie game. Yeah, yeah, and on, I totally uh, agree. That appears, um, on, that appears on Switch or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and like with his with his buddy buddy, as uh, Microsoft and Nintendo have been lately. Um, I'm not I'm not uh, you know I'm not terribly surprised that this is this is what's what's going on. You know, I'm not terribly surprised that we we ended up getting Banjo. Because it's it's obvious Microsoft wanted Banjo in after a while, you know. It's obvious that you know, and they're getting a cut too. So like this whole um, this whole like uh, it was extremely unlikely, and I'm really happy that it happened. You know, um, maybe we could get some more uh, like a re-release of uh, Donkey Kong 64, or or like Banjo Kazooie. Like, like I'm a little surprised they didn't announce. Um... Ports the Banjo Kazooie and, and Tui for the Switch, but um, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's coming a little later, like like during and, another direct. And also, as excited as we are for Banjo over here, I also do want to point out and how uh, um, in Japan, um, they uh, they are like out. Out of their minds, happy that we're getting a um, that we're getting a Dragon Quest. What's that? The, um, yeah, the Dragon Quest rep. Um, especially since they're it's on, it's on the same level of like as like a cloud being announced. Well, there. no, actually, it is. It it is for them in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Dragon Quest is bigger than Jesus. Like, well, like they, th- like they again, to, they've had to adjust the release dates of Dragon Quest. So it wouldn't interfere with people just not working or going yeah, to school. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, when Dragon Quest Two was released, uh, Japan used to 
uh, like game release dates usually fell on Tuesdays. And um, the day that Dragon Quest Two was announced, the the gross like um, economic like index or whatever it is that they have that uh, that basically indicates the uh, the overall productivity of the country for that day, like fell through the floor. Everybody called into work. Everybody wasn't showing up. Everyone wasn't wasn't gonna because dragon quest 2 came out and so um it's so like uh they had to change it they did have to change it to fridays so that that wouldn't happen again (laughs) and so yeah dragon quest is a very 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 important franchise out no no, here's the thing i don't people don't get how how strongly they feel because the japanese are very workaholic people yeah they will still drop drop work like they will drop it like it was hot yeah dragon quest yeah exactly and so like um so the fact that we we were able to not just get a dragon quest character that there is um that there is a a bunch of uh dragon quest reps showing up um as well is is fantastic to me because like uh we're getting yeah we're we're getting like smash brothers is is now this it's it's a wholesale celebration of of everything that makes video games great yeah everybody wins west east north south it's not a contest either like just because um know a character you really wanted doesn't get and doesn't mean like nintendo thinks any less of it or anything um i guess well i mean it's it's like it's not like we're ever getting sora because like there's ever going to be a well i mean it's it's possible i mean it's 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 not out of the realm of possibility but i think there's a lot of legal hoops to that character where it may not be worth it to getting what Sora from Kingdom Hearts. I, you know what? At this point, with with uh, with uh, Banjo being announced and having Joker show up and 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 all of that, and even getting Solid Snake back from uh, from Konami, even and getting the Belmonts out of them as well. Anything um, is possible. It, it, at this point, it really is anything is possible. I mean, um, nin- uh, not Nintendo, uh, Disney and uh, Disney and Marvel and the properties that that belong that are uh, that are associated are, are they're getting way more trusting with games companies using the IPs again from things like uh, we're getting the um, the Star Wars arcade one up uh, is happening. Uh, we're getting we're getting the uh, the Marvel superheroes arcade one up, the uh, Capcom arcade cabinet thing that's coming out. Um, it's got the previously unreleased Alien versus Predator arcade game um, coming which, out, which and is so yeah, so like it's it's obvious that Disney is getting less st- stingy with its IPs because it's knowing that they're. <laughs> Believe it or not, Japanese companies are actually really, really good with their intellectual property. Now, now who, and, 
who owns Sora? Does Disney who own owns Sora? Sora? Yeah. I, I want to say it's a combination of Disney and Squeenix. Hmm. And and like um so I'm just wondering, like, because the only thing Disney related about Sora is that his keyblade has a Mickey Mouse head on it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like like I wonder if they can just release Kingdom Hearts stuff minus Disney. Yeah. Without, without like Disney's you know, like um approval for lack of a better word. Um and like all the Disney stuff got put in the back seat anyway, yeah. you know, for for it. So it would it would you could already come up with like a level that it's the um it's like some some kind of uh uh place where like section thirteen hangs out or wherever and then like then you have Hollow Bastion or something. Yeah, or some something something like that that just doesn't really have a Disney association or the and then um and then just have the have Sora and then Riku and Kyrie and all the original characters from the game just kind of hanging out in the background like the persona level. And bing bang boom, you got it. And instead of having the Mickey Mouse charm at the end of it, it could just be the Kingdom Hearts crown sound, you know, looking thing. Or whatever they'd have to do to, to change that up if, if Disney wasn't gonna play nice. But I feel like Disney may play nice. So Yeah, because I, I kind of feel like Banjo is like that would have been the last one, you know, like that was the big one you never thought was happened. But now it's like being released in the middle. It's like, well, what do you do? It's like, you don't necessarily have to outdo yourself every time. Yeah. But like, if it's just like, oh, we have a Fire Emblem character and here's, um, I don't know, like people would be excited, but like, here's Tifa, you know? It's like, oh, okay, that, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. But you bring yeah, it's Sora, not. <laughs> but, you, but you bring Sora in there, and, like, that's going to be another freak-out moment where these, these people knock over chairs and set fire to their curtains. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, uh, or, like, that guy, Etika, who, like, he put his arm through a shelf over Smash Brothers once. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this season pass that, um, Nintendo put out is going to be worth it just for the three characters they released so far. Yeah. Um, and I hope they know more of them because this is still pretty early in the Switch's life. I wouldn't be surprised if they do another fire, uh, Fire's Pass. Yeah, you know, um, and as long as, like, I feel like Smash will continue to make money as long as they continue to support Smash. Mm-hmm. And, like, Smash is, I'm glad that Nintendo has all the integrity that it does because if any other company were making this game, you bet it would have been abused like crazy. Like crazy, crazy. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that they put everyone in there in the first place. Because, like, yeah. giving them out for. I mean, things. otherwise, um, they would have had like a Smash 4 thing where, where like a few of the characters would have been returning characters. And it would have been way less exciting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, I think that's E3. Yeah. Uh, no Sony, as you might have noticed. No. Nope. Uh, they've nope. been doing little um, little videos throughout the year, um, and they're and they're winding down definitely in their their game stuff. So um, I think like The Last of Us. Two is kind of the last big game they're going to put out, and I bet uh, next year we're going to start hearing about their new console. The PlayStation Five, yeah, yeah. 
in and like realistically i i think um I feel like next year is going to be the year that we really start seeing pushes for those next gen consoles, um, oh, especially with the, the project Scarlet on the horizon and oh, all that's that. coming out next year, right? Yeah, project it is. Scarlet. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and it's launching with Halo's uh, Halo infinite. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Actually. I, um, this, this, the, this is all hypothetical, but do you think we're going to see another switch? Uh, uh, not Nintendo switch, oh. but but like another switch of like who's number one, like is it gonna, is it um, gonna go back to Xbox? Oh, gosh, I'm not sure, man. Like, um, you know, with the way that Xbox has been knocking it out of the park with their backwards compatibility and, um, just caring about the gameplay experience. Like, I love my PlayStation Four, and I don't want to throw shade at it. You know, whenever I'm, uh, whenever I I'm uh, talking about it. But there is one big thing that does frustrate me a tad where um, so with Xbox Live games with gold, those games, they're given to you. Those are your games. Those belong to you now. Um, so like even if my gold expires, I got Metal Gear Rising digitally to play. I had the PlayStation Plus for a couple months and I was like, oh, these are some cool games. But I yeah. didn't really play them for that long. Yep. I thought I would have them afterwards, and I don't. Yep, exactly. That is my exact problem with PlayStation Plus. That uh, that Xbox is like, here, have it. It's fine. You can have it. You That belongs to you. Even if your gold expires, that's yours. Whereas Sony is like, you get the opportunity to own these games. And so long as you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus, they're yours-ish. That's you know? kind of the... That's the one problem I have with the new Xbox, the, the Game Pass for PC is it's yeah. kind of like uh, it's if you don't have a subscription, you don't have the games. Well, that's a little different because it is a like all yeah, just, subscription. See, it's not it's not them. It's Sony. Sony is trying to advertise it like you get free games for having PlayStation Plus, and uh, it's like free games so long as you're still you uh, still have PlayStation Plus. But with Xbox Live Gold, if you have gold, um, there's just a couple of games that are that will be yours when you're done. You know, you, you just download it and it's like, behold, it's yours. And if you don't have Xbox games with gold, then that's all right, because that's your game, you know? And so, and then um, another thing is that the games with gold, because Xbox has been putting an initiative out to uh, make games backwards compatible with the Xbox One, they're instead of dialing back the number of games that they uh, that they give out for free every month, they they've been dialing it up. They've been giving out more free games because more games are becoming backwards compatible, and no. they're starting to make them available to people. Whereas with Sony, we uh, last year we lost we lost our PlayStation Three games, we lost our Vita games, you know. Yeah, the Xbox is going to have is going to have a huge library. Like you said, I was just thinking this. Like there, there, for all practicality, there is no PlayStation Three um, backwards compatibility. Um, not, not even yet. Yeah, so like, there's a lot of games. Unless they remastered it for PS4, are just kind of lost. Um, that they can't really resell. Like, I'm surprised Metal Gear Four hasn't gotten re-released. Like, oh, I that's thought that would. 
Yeah, but you know, I thought they would have, would have, you know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, I don't know which next gen console I'm going to get at this point. Um, you just have to see what the PS4 offers. Or you could just get a PC. Yeah, PC. Yeah, but it's good to have a console. Um, I, I think PlayStation 4 has had a better um, library than the Xbox. Like, they had more um, exclusive games that I was interested yeah, in. Yeah, they did. And that might be a, um, a factor moving forward. Especially if Microsoft games are going on PC. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not super interested in, like, a, a Gears of War anymore, but, like, you know, if I want to play it, I have a PC that can run it pretty well. Um, it's, it's safe for Halo, though, although Halo is probably going to be, a you know, a much more demanding game um, if it's on next-gen consoles. But there we are, um, E3 2019. Were you guys happy with it overall? Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't as hype for me as uh, previous E3s, but it's still good enough for me to be pleased with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there were some good highlights, and but it just wasn't as good as it was. And I mean, I mean just knowing that, like. We're getting Doom in a few months. We're getting Borderlands in a few months. Like Final Fantasy VII looks like it legitimately might be a, a great game, uh, which Square hasn't really put out a great game in a long time. Um, well, I mean, like the big budget games like that, you know, um, like on Octopath, people say like really like, but like games like Final Fantasy XV and Kingdom Hearts three, like. They have their problems. They're not. They're not. They're not great. Great. Um, you know, like that looks like it might break that curse. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. And uh, you know, Nintendo's doing what it's doing. Um, some cute, some, some uh, great looking games coming up for Switch. You know, Smash Brothers keeps impressing. Uh, Mario Maker Two comes out in, a, in like a month or two. Yep. Um, and that looks to really expand on what that original game was. A little disappointed, like I said, there wasn't any Bayonetta, there wasn't any uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, like, the fact that there wasn't any Beyond Good and Evil 2 kind of makes me think that the game might be having some problems. <laughs> because, they, <laughs> because they've had it in the past two E3s. Um, it's a little weird that they didn't have anything this year. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a little, you know, well, they, they just probably just want to... Yeah, uh, it's probably not in a good state to show. Yeah. But um, it's anyway... Not, it's, it's, it probably doesn't have anything that's worth showing right now. Yeah, I just want to know what that game is, though. They they said it was like this op huge open world and, like, changing, like, times a day and all that stuff. That's kind of all we know about it. And, like, multiple playable characters, like, make your own character. Anyway, um... Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dustin. Yeah, I don't think fun. we ever actually introduced each other this episode. No, <laughs> uh, uh, if they don't know our voices by now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, been what? We've been doing this for, what, 10 years now? More than that. God. I've been on the show for 10 years now. Yeah. 
Thanks, guys, and uh, see you next time. See you next time.